Hello, I'm Todd and Allen, and welcome to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. You know what street jokes are? An ant and a cockroach walk into a convenience store, that sort of thing. Street jokes are amazing, and every episode we invite our guests to come on and tell us their favorite street joke. This episode, our guest is previous Comedy Above the Pub guest, Matt Davis. Matt is a hilarious comedian. He makes his home in Birmingham, Alabama, and now he can add to his list of occupations. He's an animator. He just released his animation project, Going Somewhere with Matt Davis. If you see it anywhere being presented, make sure you go see it. Uh, You are no stranger to Matt Davis, and so it's a pleasure to bring him from Comedy Above the Pub all the way to OK So Here's One. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Matt Davis. All right. Fire up that camera, buddy. Let's see this. What are we talking about? Let's see this. Show us your face. You, Show us I'm your face. To, I have to find all the buttons. What is the button? It's just it's the one with the camera on it. You just... There is you go. Nice. Oh, <laughs> what have I done? Gorgeous. I, look at that. I love everything about yeah. that. <laughs> I look fantastic. You I do. You I love that. Look at that. Look That's at you. Funny. You look at you, the official animal of Scotland, which tells you everything. Huh? Yeah, did you know that? The unicorn is the official is the official wow. uh um is the uh, the official animal of Scotland, which tells you everything you need to know about the Scottish sense of humor. Yeah. They drink. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Um. Thousands of people have seen them. <laughs> Thousands. <laughs> How are you, friend? I'm good, man. What's going on? What's your backdrop? What's that? Oh, it's What's the it's the it's the show. Okay, so here's ah, one. You're on yeah, the. I only you, saw the. I only saw the other. Yeah. The upside down side. Yes. So you. I thought you were. I thought you were recording this li- lying on a street somewhere. Oh yeah, that's. That's not bad. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> that's how I start any any kind of conference call. Now, what okay. are you guys doing? What are you guys doing here? What? Who am? Who am I talking to? What link did I click on? Do what need, is this? Do you need my social security number? <laughs> I have been, have, I have been getting tons of spam calls lately. Like they are just firing it up right now. And this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one because you, you'll see these things. And because I have gotten some good news from weird numbers I don't understand, like the, that, that I've never seen before, I am remiss to not pick up the phone when it rings. Oh no. So when I do, and th- you know, this, this always happens is like, you, you pick it up and there's just this moment of silence and then you hear the boop. And then it's like, ah, it's game time. There it is. And, uh, it's always a guy who has an accent that does not sound like his name is Steve. He might be though. He might you be. Know. I'm not, not judging. I'm just saying stereotypically when I hear a particular accent, I would not first align the name Steve to it, you know, I'm not saying it doesn't happen. Sure it does. But recently I've been getting a slew of these, but about one a day where these, these, these gentlemen call me. It's always gentlemen. And they're really want they're to. gentlemen ha- callers. They're gentlemen callers. And that's yeah, okay. I'm you. probably well, saying well, that wrong. I am probably. <laughs> glass menagerie. Huh. <laughs> so do I need to clarify more or are we. These are guys. These are guys calling me on the phone. These are dudes are dudes are trying dudes are calling me. I am I am hot property. <laughs> I am I am a known quantity out there. So uh, they call me and uh, they're very concerned, very concerned about my business. They're all up in my business. 
and the business specifically that they want to help out. They, they're, they're, these guys are, are just so wonderful. They call me wanting to lend a hand with my business comedy above the pub. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Two, uh, uh, a day late and a buck short guys. We're that ship has sailed. We're now on the, okay, so here's one. Boat. What kind of help do they want to talk? Oh, they want to help my business. They want to help my um, yeah, my web presence. I think that's yeah, something. Oh, yeah, yeah, they want to basic, basic uh, business help. Yeah, SEO. I think that's something they've thrown around. Yeah. Yep. Sure. Uh, web development and engagement. I oh, think yeah. you know all the all these cool things. Synergy and dovetail. They didn't get to that, but I assume that's coming. That's probably the next phone call. Yeah, it's always it's for me. It doesn't start really until you're at synergy right and i feel like once you're able to dovetail mm-hmm. synergy right? yes and it doesn't matter if you're talking about being siloed or not mm-hmm. being siloed uh you can choose silos if you like silos if you yeah. don't like silos then you get out of those silos right you know that's important right but if you're not in silos mm-hmm. then probably should look at getting into I'll, I'll tell you this my grandfather was a farmer and he had a yeah. silo so yeah. is that close yeah. are we are we on to yeah. something here is that Okay, yeah. so fellas, either, can we can we know. blue sky things for a minute here? Sure, oh, that'd be nice. I would like to do that. I, would like I, to do I that. guys, I, blue, blue for, for just real quick, Darcy. Blue sky means put a shotgun in my mouth, rising <laughs> right. Okay, <laughs> okay. So then I, I, I will not run that up the flagpole and see who salutes oh, it. You know, maybe we'll circle back. We'll you know, circle back. Maybe maybe we'll circle back to it. You know, we'll put a pin in it right now. Put a pin in that, and then hopefully, you know, when the rubber hits the road. Okay, you know, I like that. We will, uh, you know, at some point we'll open the kimono, oh, right? I don't know what. And what? that's my. That's something my gentleman. Doing... That's something my gentleman callers wanted. They wanted oh, me to okay. open the kimono. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, all right. That's a little uh, little geisha, little geisha thing going on there. I wish, I wish I could. I, I still worked in like an office environment, and I was in the building and stuff like that. So that when these buzzwords started dropping in meetings, for fifty percent of them, I could just go, "That's racist," and then continue on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gotta get down to the nitty gritty. Racist, hugely racist. Right. This guy is off the reservation. Racist, <laughs> racist. It's hard to believe that business would mm-hmm. would gravitate to a vernacular that that maybe has an under possible undercurrent of I don't racism. Know. It seems to me it's a bunch of really progressive white guys. You would think that would well, be in there. You know, you'd think it'd be in the wheelhouse. I don't know. I don't know. Every time I hear like the progressive, mm-hmm. like oh, he's very progressive. I'm very mm-hmm. progressive. But right. It's like, that sounds like a conservative state. It does. It is in Ontario. It, yes. It sounds like you pinned yourself to one thing. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, I don't know. But, but it's also like the middle of the road. Well, I'm very centrist. That's the one I like. That right. Favorite, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, well, I mean, fiscally, right? You know, socially, socially, I'm liberal, but fiscally, I'm a racist. Yes. Because you know I mean? like, that's what it, that's how it always works yes. out. Yeah. Fiscally conservative the, means don't help those people over there. Right. That's what it always means. You might have retweeted this one, and if you did, I'm going to credit you I for apologize. it. But it sounds it sounds like something you would have done, which is because uh, I agree with the sentiment. It's like when you say that you're fiscally conservative, you basically mean you're conservative because you're not supporting the programs that help people in need. So yeah, I'm like, that's yeah, that. that's it. Yeah. yeah, I'm fiscally, I'm racist. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> that's. 
If that's not if socially that, liberal, yeah, fiscally racist. Fiscally racist. I just don't want any people who have a skin color than I Here's the thing. getting Here's, the help. I think, I think that anyone can pull themselves mm-hmm. up by their bootstraps. I just don't want to give certain people boots. Exactly. I don't think I don't think there's any yeah. mm-hmm. We need a progressive uh progressive uh, immigration policy, you know, just bring in as many Ukraines as we want, just all of them, Swedes, sure, Lithuania, I'm pretty sure Lithuanian probably, eh, yeah, you know, you know, we'll check them, we'll check them, right, the we'll check them, hey, Haiti wants to come in, what's up, huh, who, yeah. yeah, sorry, who's that, yeah, never, mm, hey, mm, hey, no, doesn't, doesn't ring a bell, right, I have to be careful with this conversation, even making jokes with this stupid beard, because it's like, you yeah. have the look. I have a nightmarish look dude, about that. Dude, on stage, I say I look like someone who needs an alibi for January 6th, right? Like, I look like I was hired to paint it. Yes. I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> look at this thing. You, you and I both look like we own a truck with no fewer than five fuck Trudeau flags in it. Yeah. Yeah. But in my, on my truck, they misspelled his name. T R U E D O H. D O E, like the like a deer. Yeah. You know? Or D O H. D O H. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. Homer Simpson. True, dope. Yeah. Dope. Yep. But then that brings in an apostrophe, and that just sounds foreign. Oh, there's not going to be an apostrophe. No. no absolutely, absolutely no punctuation whatsoever. Zero. Punctuation is part of the deep state or something. Yes. Blah, 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 blah. Yes. If you can't say it with just letters. Yeah. Right. Don't even get me started about vowels. Mm hmm. And all the harm they've done. Yeah, this is this is the post I want to see. Oh, you think you're gonna use uh, some contractions and punctuations? Oh no, you ain't. Yeah, no, you ain't. Yeah, we ain't doing vowels. Are vowels are where everything went wrong, right? Because once they added vowels, mm-hmm. right, in whatever language that was that did it, right. But what once they added vowels to things, right? That's when it was like, oh, we can communicate everything in writing. Mm-hmm. Before that, it was just consonants, mm-hmm. right? And those came off of pictures, right. You went from pictures, you know, emojis of the day, as people mm-hmm. say, right? Right. And then you, you added vowels in, and it's like, oh, well, now we got to figure out which vowels should make what sounds. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, thousands of years of moving that around. And mm-hmm. the printing press gets involved, right? And now, what do we got? Blogs. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I put all this on vowels. I put all this on vowels. Yep. Uh, if we had just never done vowels. Right. It would have been like, no. You can have some consonants, mm-hmm. but the sounds that come in between them, you you got to put a little in, uh, just a little bit of effort. Sure. And the thoughts, yeah. thoughts and prayers, by the way, to the consonant who were just hanging out doing their job, and they're doing, it and there. then five vowels the show up, and they're just yeah. they have all the power. They're in every word. There's not one of them is missed in uh, in a word of some sort. They got one of those five in there. Some of them, they just make a word on their own. Yeah. I mean, the consonants were just, you know, they were like, listen, man, I used to be a cat. Mm-hmm. And now I'm a cuss sound. Right. You know, because everybody got tired of trying to draw cats. Because mm-hmm. it turns out some people can't draw cats. No. So. I'm very poor. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, we've got the cuss sound now. Mm-hmm. And then it just, it progressed. And the next thing, well, is it a cuh or a mm-hmm. cue or a quee? Mm-hmm. And then now you got to add these guys. Right. You know, these vowel dudes showing mm-hmm. up. And then well, you know, now I got to keep up with people's birthdays on Facebook. And if, we, if we take a look at it from a consultancy approach, if we were coming into the alphabet and really yeah, examining at it from a, from a top-down situation, there is some re- redundancies in there. Because, like, I look at C and K and Q all basically doing the same job. I think we can let we can let two of them go. 
I think we can let two of them go. They're doing a lot of the same work. And mm-hmm. then you get, of course, and when you get other languages in, in similar letters that mm-hmm. kind of exist in both, right? Right. Or how they're represented now, anyway. Right. Yeah, the J. Well, look, at, look at Y. How about Y? Mm-hmm. Overemployed, right? Oh, definitely. Sometimes yeah. vowel. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. Yeah. See, we really need to pin him down to well, a role. And the Y should have been a J. Yeah. Because J was the Y sound, mm-hmm. right? In a lot yeah. of, like, Eastern yeah. European languages, it's the Y sound. We, we already got that covered. Mm-hmm. We don't need this guy. Yeah, I think I think you see if you look at Italy, there's some letters in the keyboard they don't use at all. They have no use. They have and no why, use for a and, W. And let me ask, and why would you use it? Exactly. You know, a W. You're Just right. Put two U's there. Yeah. You see, already we're 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 building synergies. Right. Right. <laughs> I want you to know, when we start recording, let's try to be funnier. Oh, I got some bad news for you, Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Once this podcast starts, we're going to get... Once it starts. Once we hear your joke, that is it. (laughs) So how are you, friend? I I, I can't wait for you to come up to to Ottawa, because you're going to be coming up soon. What? Uh, I hate to break this to you. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. got to look at my own schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to talk to somebody about this. Right. No, yeah, no. When, when am I there? I'm there September. The end of, the end of September? Uh, end of September. Mm-hmm. And first week of October. I'm there first week of October Beautiful. as well. Oh, so you're doing the host headline thing? Yeah, I think so. Beautiful. I mean, I'm showing up for two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. I haven't talked to anybody at the okay. venue, but I'm going to be there. Mm-hmm. The uh, And then Toronto after. Beauty. For, for two weeks as well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know after that. Right. I've got that. I've got that pinned down. <laughs> have you done? Have you done? You've done Montreal. Yes. I saw you yeah. do the ma- the nasty show. It was one of the best nasty shows I ever saw. I apologize uh, for everything I said. No, no, it was good. That's my go to now when people are like, oh, I liked your show. I go, oh, I apologize. And they go, why? <laughs> I don't know. Just blanket people statement. People are like, oh, comedians never apologize. I'll apologize every time. Yeah. Unprompted. Mm hmm. You would, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing I'm doing. I'm just going to keep interrupting. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. The thing that I'm doing is because you know I was informed. You know, you never know what somebody's going through. Mm-hmm. Right? You got to be careful Correct. how you talk to people. Correct. How their day is going. Mm-hmm. So I've started starting conversations with strangers by getting that out of the way. Right. By just going, "What the fuck is your problem?" Thank you. Right. I get it out there. Mm-hmm. I let them vent or cry. Right. We move forward. No, we don't. Right. Like no, no, no. <laughs> just workshop, dude. With you guys. Dude, if you've ever shaken the hand of Mark Marin, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much his yeah. modus operandi. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, what am I doing? I've been doing silly cartoon stuff, and so I've got a like an animated thing uh, next week. It comes out at the Sidewalk Film Festival. Really? Hey. Congratulations! Yeah. Nine and a half. Very stupid cartoon. And um, I'm going to work on more of those. I've got, you know, like, I don't know. I think I've got 12 written, mm-hmm. but the animation process is long and it's all me. So like I'm so doing the artwork and the animation. Okay. Music, yeah. Jesus. No wonder your beard is long. Yeah. I'm out of my mind. Right. <laughs> I loved it when you made the Watchmen. The, did I do that? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> does he, does he not have a, a lot of things? Don't you have like a Miller-esque sort of look about you? Wouldn't you say? <laughs> Right. Um, so take it, me. Take it me depends th- on if you see me sitting in an office or if you see me sitting by a dumpster. Right. You know what I mean, like it, okay. the, the look can go two ways. So take us take us through this. The like, what was the the germ of the idea that made you start doing animation? When did you go? Hey, I can draw. Like all this stuff. Take it. Take us oh, right, right from the beginning. I can't draw. Okay, even better. The uh, uh, I'm gonna get the 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 breakdown because it was written, you know, uh, with intent. 
<laughs> if I can get, if I can, if I can scroll through with my, intent, I, my my phone that is basically screenshots of other screenshots. Okay, at this point, I've reached that age. Right, right. Just screenshot, yeah. screenshots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just, and I'm like, I should probably organize these, but I'm just going to delete it. But then I never delete it. So right. seventeen thousand screenshots of screenshots later, somewhere in here is my insurance card. You know what I mean? <laughs> bear with me. Uh-huh. Bear with me. Yeah. No. The, the origin of the idea, man. Like I. Years ago, mm-hmm. years and years and years ago, was part of a, a group out of Birmingham where I'm from mm-hmm. um, that did a bunch of animation stuff. And I was mostly like writing on the writing into that, but super short form. This mm-hmm. is like early Internet days, you know, like one minute, two minute, three minute type things. Sure. And we sold all of the digital rights of that to a company that later got gobbled up by The Orchard, which is, you know, the huge, you know, digital rights management okay. company. Um Got bought up into their content library, you know, um, and then we were going to do more and then, you know, series of just bad life stuff, man. You know, mm-hmm. one of the guys got really sick and then passed away. Sorry to hear. And then another guy a couple years later passed away. Jesus. And, you know, they were the kind of driving force of the whole thing, really. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, you know, we kept meeting and kept working on stuff and it just kind of ran its course, you know, right. without those guys. And then for years, I'd won, I pitched animation things over mm-hmm. the years zillion times and um i just never myself like took the time to learn how to animate right and then COVID happened and i was kind of like uh, i mean i guess let's take some mm-hmm. classes mm-hmm. so i kind of you know i learned after effects and then i learned some other programs and then started playing with it and then i went back to ideas that i had pitched um and kind of cobbled together something different out of those but they were they were you know, parts of ideas that I had pitched that I basically got told this would be great. This would be perfect for this thing or that thing. And if you were super famous, we would do it right now. Right. You know I mean, <laughs> like, but to anchor it around somebody who's unknown, I don't mm-hmm. know, you know, and yeah. it would be, you go through several meetings like that. It's very common. It's right. Nothing, you know, nothing insane there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just said, you know, I mean, kind of like my attitude towards everything. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. I want right. to do it. So let's do it. And it's a bunch of stuff to figure out and learn. And I'm going to get a lot of it wrong. And it's mm-hmm. going to take me too long. You know, it should take this long to make it. All right. It's going to take three times that length. Right. And then I'm not going to be happy with the end result mm-hmm. because it won't live up to what I want yep. it to be. But I'll get, you know, an inch closer. And that's what I did. Yeah. So, and this first one is, you know, there are about 40 things I would change. Mm-hmm. And I just said, fuck it and submitted it to some places. And then it's the 25th anniversary of the Sidewalk Film Festival in Birmingham at the end of the month and um i got in so mm-hmm. i don't know nice congratulations Pretty crazy so the the premise of it here's the premise of uh-huh it. Oh, i apologize in advance uh, <laughs> on a tugboat off the coast of costa rica okay. a three thousand year old unicorn with a superiority complex plays the role of unchecked imagination and intrusive thoughts to the boat's only inhabitant which is me Mm-hmm. Explicitly Aristophanic in parts, the series is a colorful and sophomoric approach to larger abstract concepts. The show uses a playhouse style, scenes within scenes, and unapologetically esoteric dialogue. For some, it leaves them wondering what or who is the butt of the joke. For others, it's just a dude, a unicorn, and an artist commune of dildos living their best life on a tugboat. And I think, you know, when you think of of highbrow, right? I think... This isn't it. But when you think of it and you're looking for like, what's the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. This might be what you're looking for. Right. 
I see this as the stepping stone from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. <laughs> you know? Like, it's that's the adult version of the floating talking milkshake. Like, that's that's how I see this kind of well, working. Well, it's got, it's got, so the unicorn thing is just like imagination. And, sure. and it's like, yes, and. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Just, just Correct. Going, right? Here's an idea. I think this would be great. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. So in the, in, in the initial episode, he, you know, he wants to, of course, conquer and rule everything. Because that's what a lot of that I am special attitude is. Right. So the whole thing's around the idea of unicorn supremacy. He's mm-hmm. the best. Unicorns are the best. Right. And he, he feels like he needs a flag. That's what's missing. Uh-huh. Everybody's got flags. Right. And he needs a flag so that he can be better than all the other flags. Right. And he'll do that by treating everyone else as the same so that he can be above them. Okay. So everyone is equal. Every, all ideas are good. Mm-hmm. And I'm better than you. Right. And that's kind of his whole attitude, right? And then I'm playing the counterforce. I just basically sit there and drink coffee throughout the whole thing. Okay. Much, much like in real life. Right. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> and, um, you know, it, the, the first scene gets interrupted with uh, a, a dildo playing guitar and mm-hmm. some death metal music. And then it's the unicorn singing. Uh, unicorn supremacy is a death metal song. And right. Cuts back to the boat. And then, you know, there's more, a couple more scenes there. And then it cuts back to... Uh, a news broadcast that's all dildos and butt plugs. And then that gets interrupted with a live and remote to the couch. And uh-huh. then we come back to the boat. <laughs> and then by the end of it, you know, we're standing on the back of the boat and there's, you know, some sweet, soft guitar music playing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, the water's on fire and there are body parts everywhere. Um, <laughs> and uh, he makes, you know, I think the unicorn makes the comment, something along the lines of, I think they took that. The only thing that stops a, Good guy with a suicide vest is a bad guy with a suicide vest. Right, right, right. They may have gone the wrong way with that. But that's amazing. It's dumb. <laughs> is there, it's dumb. And I, and I hope to do 20 more of them on my own. Is there, is there so. any place, any place that we are able to witness this? Not yet, because okay. there's still some submissions out there that require it to not be. Got it. And as soon as that stuff's cleared up and I'm working on the second one, then yeah, I'm okay. going to put it out on my site, you know. Because it's it's funny it's funny you mentioned this like in, in getting in, in into festivals and stuff like that. Cause I, are you familiar with Spike and Mike, Spike I and Mike animation that. shows? Why do I know that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So what they do is they do kind of like like the alternative scene avant garde uh, cartoons, right? Yeah. So like like a lot of stuff that like there there's one I always remember, which was just like the stick figure of like a l'amour, and this guy is just like you know, trying to, to approach this woman and she keeps stabbing him and killing him. And I won't give away the punchline, but it's gorgeous. It's one of my favorite pieces of animation I've ever seen in my life. And it's literally just stick figures and, and that sort of thing. And I, the first time I saw it was in an actual theater and it was like, you know, it was Spike and Mike and it was all over the place. And it was like this really, really good sized, you know, theater, like three, 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 400, 500 people all destroying themselves laughing by, you know, by, by each cartoon coming after and after and after. And then I was walking around. I can't, I think it was in Toronto one, one time. It was, I think before I lived here and I saw Spike and Mike and I was like, oh my God, they got Spike and Mike tonight. And so bought tickets, didn't know where the place was, found the place. And I went, are you sure this is where it is? And it was like, it was an office building. And we went up, it's like, okay, everyone come on upstairs for Spike and Mike. And we're like, oh my God, like, you know, there must be like a huge amphitheater. They brought us into a boardroom and 12 of us watched a TV screen of cartoons. <laughs> same, same type of festival. That's the that's the, you have no idea when people are going to lock in or not. And the second time I saw it was a not. Oh wow! <laughs> right, and we've all you and I have performed those gigs. That's all I performed. Yeah, that I, was I don't 
I don't like any of the other ones. That was my Saskatoon in two shows right there. The first one sold out, everything great. The next one, nine people. (laughs) Never felt better. Me and Rob Balston. It was so great. I've never been to Saskatoon. It's good. It's one one of my favorite cities out west. It's a university town. Really nice. Regina is also nice, but it's a it's a it's a provincial capital. It feels it. It's got the sports team, right? Right. But Saskatoon, I think, is is a very nice little quietly kept secret. It's got a nice river running through it. It's, the food's great. Yeah. How's the winter there? Yeah. Uh, oh, fucking horrible. You get it? It's That's Canada. what I want to go. It's the Canadian prairies. What do you think it is? That's what I want to go though. That's okay. what I want to see. Oh, really? I don't like I don't like seeing cities at their best. People are like, oh, okay, that's how year to come as this. I'm like, right. that's not real. That's, you that's the magical twilight. You I'm have to go time. by train through every city. Then I do love to see. I do love going through trains. Mm-hmm. I do like Europe. I've done Europe, all of Europe. Like right. I've done train. Ah, that's different. European European train is different from North American train. European, well, there's. I've a, also done Eastern European train. Okay, and they may not exist. Right, <laughs> like you get there and they've sold you a ticket. Uh huh. Like, You're going where? Like, yeah, we don't go there. Anymore. Right. Speaking of vowels, no one, none. That's. <laughs> yeah, I love. I love. I. I. I can't read Cyrillic. You know, I can. Mm-hmm. And all. All thumbs way through pronouncing something. Right. But my joke. My joke in the Balkans was always how I loved it because all the signs are encrypted. Right. Like you guys take security seriously. I mm-hmm. appreciate that. But I love this. I love the Cyrillic alphabet because right. it looks like, man, I bet that means something. Right. Like, I don't know what they're doing, but that, I bet that means something cool. That backwards R looks menacing. Yeah. Yeah. There's something going on there. Look at that. They, they hated that letter so much they put a line through it. it they, everything looks like a logo. It does. Right? It looks very artistic in, in design. Mm-hmm. But I mean, English looks that way to, um, you know, like, like, Romantic letters look that way to uh, like in Southeast Asia, mm-hmm. East Asia, you know, right. it's like in Korea, you get, you know, in the stores, you get like the hoodies and the T-shirts mm-hmm. and it'll just have like a random association of English words that right. they just like the aesthetics of the word. Mm-hmm. Right. So like determined, right. egotistical. Yes. Pants. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what? The fuck is that's how that's how not to take it on devo tangent but it's gonna happen anyway that's how that's how devo got their new traditionalist album in 1981 because it was a um it was a japanese word that that directly translated as new traditionalist and went oh that sounds cool because it's like kind of new and like that's when they had like the jfk hair helmets and they were all uniformed and they kind of looked like an army. So like, yeah, that's kind of what we want. And then they were disappointed to find out that new traditionalist was actually the Japanese word for yuppie. And they were like, eh, it's close enough. <laughs> it's 81. Yeah, it was still a new thing. Yeah. You know? There, are, I, I, I am with you on the, uh, like, I always find like, you're right. Like, like the, the Southeast Asian characters always look very decorative. Like you could see any of those on a neon sign in, in a blade runner, right? You could just like any combination. You just look at that and it's going to be cool. Whenever I see Arabic, I am fascinated by it because everything, it's not that hard. Is it? I, 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 huge blind spot in terms of Arabic. I just had no idea. Like I look at it and I just go, I've seen that on a menu. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I know nothing. Yeah. Once you get the, the, the letters broken down and then what they're doing and how they're connecting, it's not that, you can see the letters okay. after that. Okay. You know, once you've kind of had that 
that explain to you. You can actually see the different letters and the different sounds they're making and stuff. Right. But when I've my seen air, it, it always looks like it's painted or it's, you know, it's yes. like calligraphy or something. Exactly. Like, it, there's no, like, it's not in Times New Roman. No. <laughs> no. Everything looks it looks like it's in, just in script. Like, my handwriting is so shitty. I would do it, like, I would take, like, an Arabic class and then write, and then the instructor would just go, okay, what are you trying to say here? What? I've often wondered if you could take like a like the you know the old cliche jokes about a doctor's handwriting, mm-hmm. right? But like if you could take like a prescription note from a doctor and then go to the Middle East and right. what does this say? And then someone like interpret right. that as Arabic. It's I like, oh, you've got gonorrhea. What? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get. In that's Arabic. what you get. He wrote that in Arabic. You wrote that in Arabic. <laughs> Doctor's smarter than I thought he was. Right. <laughs> Well, he was a doctor from India that came here, so that's... Can I just tell you that your microphone cover looks like a small, like a little small dog? Yes, or a Tribble, more to the point, yeah. It's a Tribble. It's yeah. a Tribble. That's my friend Howie. <laughs> my friend Howie. He's not doing too well. He just, he's bashful. He oh, bashful. what's up, Howie? What's oh, I realized this, by the way. The last time I was on y'all's thing, yes. I had the actual microphone mm-hmm. underneath this dead cat right was uh actually to the side so i was side mic talking to you guys <laughs> so if i sound better this time you sound so much better i think i think it's it's a reception from the horn that's what that's helping hearing. yes i don't yeah. know how to yeah. i had to figure out how to turn that signal. off uh i'm leaving it on right i think i look good what yeah. so just just i want to make sure we we get it out of there so people can have eyes on it when it comes out what's the name of your uh your animation project uh going somewhere with matt davis going somewhere with matt davis now yeah and you want to make this a serial right like you want to publish it yeah. make it a serial that sort of thing yeah and I, and I would love to tell you what the timeline would be between but i don't know okay so you know what i mean like it would probably be quarterly i would love to be, put out something once a month uh-huh. it is a ton it is a ton of of right. Uh, oh, we'll see. You don't need to tell me because we have a whole bunch of Patreon people waiting for a feed. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. There's been a backlog. I've been kind of busy. It's coming. Don't what worry. Busy, you're go- what are you? And you're getting a lot. Uh, oh, they're laying in the road, acting busy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been Mom? getting my tan on. <laughs> no, that's actually just the bright lights here. That's all that is. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, guys. it's been a pleasure. Everybody, it's been a pleasure. Everybody stop talking. I know what we're doing. <laughs> okay, Matt, so that sound means it's time for your joke. Now, you're going to tell us your joke. It can be uh, dirty. It can, can be clean. No isms, no obias. That's all we ask. And we actually have one sent in. We have one sent in by a listener. And so if you want to have your joke... Uh, read out over the air. You can do so at jokes at oshopod.com. And here it is from Andrew. And I'll throw this open to the uh, uh, to the group here. Uh, why is there no pregnant Barbie? And I think he wants to check that one because I think there is a pregnant Barbie. But um, for the sake of this joke, why isn't there a pregnant Barbie? It's probably because Ken doesn't have any junk or something like that. You'd right? think that was it. You'd think that yeah. was it. No. And that's very easy. And you're wrong to say that. Well, hey, man. You're asking me to do. I know. All right. I know. Uh, Darcy, do you know why uh, there's no pregnant Barbie, even though I think there is? But for the sake of the joke, we're saying there's no pregnant Barbie. Yeah, because Ken came in a different box. There you go. Thank you very much. Uh, boo. Thank you, Andrew. Thank you, that was Andrew. Filthy. Topical. That was, okay. That was it can be filthy. dirty or clean. It can be dirty or clean. That was that was inappropriate. Yeah. All right. Um, Matt. Now for mine. Let's hear uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, this is one of my. This is like a. This is a. This joke's messed up, but okay. You just wrote a cartoon about unicorns and dildos while you're drinking coffee. I think we can handle it. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So this is a. This is like a. This is a Serbian street joke. Beautiful. Um, and it may be older than that. Uh, okay. Well, it's not older than than Serbia. It's uh, a Balkan region okay. joke, right? We have had a Russian joke on this show. So we will. Oh, have you? Yes, I have, I have a Russian street joke as well. So okay, same one. The uh, do the Serbian is, one. I'll oh, give you the is, Russian one. This is post Yugoslavian. Okay, like post Yugoslavia. Right. Sure. So uh, it's when Serbia is a, a, a an actual nation. They're they're all broken up now yeah. at this point, right? Okay. So a uh, a Croatian buddy and a Serbian buddy meet up for lunch. Okay. And the Croatian guy has just gone on vacation, mm-hmm. and he's he went to vacation to the United States. He went to Miami, mm-hmm. right? So they meet up so he can tell a Serbian buddy all about his trip to the U.S. and going to Miami. So mm-hmm. Serbian buddy says, what was it like? You know, did you have fun on your vacation? What was it like? And the Croatian guy goes, oh, man, it was amazing, dude. It was, it was, it was crazy. Like, I'm at this grocery store, right? I'm in line at the grocery store, and I'm waiting to pay. And I'm looking around in this grocery store, and there's white people, and there are black people, and there are, like, Latino people, and there are Jewish people, and Christian people, and Muslim people, and people are speaking English, and some people are speaking Spanish, and I think I even heard somebody speaking Chinese. And the Serbian guy goes, wow, really? Are they really that far ahead of us there? And the Croatian guy goes, ahead? They're 20 years behind, bro. Because of the breakup was yes. over. Yeah. Yes. Um, so there's that one. There's that one. It's not an upbeat joke, but it's, uh, you know. <laughs> well, to be fair, Dylan Brody came on. And told us this one. I'll streamline it because have you met Dylan Brody? Have you performed with him? I think so. Yeah, he is just a fucking poet, and so I'm I'm not I'm not I'm not going to break into the poetry of this, but like uh, he 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 gave us a context of this is a Russian joke. We're like okay, and this uh, guy on the on the outskirts of Minsk uh, finds a. Uh, a circus and he pays the admission to go to the circus and he's walking around and he sees all the sideshows and stuff like that. And he sees this huge crowd of people surrounding this, this one kind of fence and he muscles his way to the front. And there's a sign that says the mule will talk five rubles. And uh, there's a guy just sitting on a chair and tied up to a tree behind him about, you know, 50 feet behind him is uh, this, this mule just eating grass and, and doing it. So the guy waves his, his, his rubles at the guy and he takes the rubles and puts them in the bucket and he goes back and he starts reading his newspaper and the, you know, the people are waiting five minutes, 10 minutes and the mule is doing nothing. And so the guy finally yells, why won't the mule talk? And so the guy goes, fine. And he puts down his newspaper and he walks over to the mule and he kicks the mule in the ass. And the mule goes, why won't I die? <laughs> yeah, that's a very Russian joke. Yep. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the old golf joke, do you know, the old golf joke, which of, one's the uh, old golf joke, uh, Moses, Jesus, little old man playing golf. Joke? No, let's hear that one. That one. Nice. Ah, Here we go. Adorable. We're closing. So. We're closing with a biblical one. Closing yeah, with a biblical keeping joke. It, keeping it clean. There we go. So uh, Moses, Jesus, little old man are out playing golf. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get to the tee. And Moses tees off, right? Mm-hmm. And the ball goes flying down the fairway, straight towards a water hazard before the green, mm-hmm. right? And right at the last minute, Moses kind of flicks his hand up. And the ball goes up, rolls right through the water, right? Mm-hmm. Parts it right mm-hmm. through the water, up onto the green, right? Jesus goes up. He tees off. Sorry, I got people calling me here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus goes up, 
He tees off. The ball goes flying straight in the fairway, right towards the water hazard, right? He does his little hand flick. The ball skims across the top of the water up onto the green. The little old man's just watching him, you know, and he's fidgeting around and he keeps changing clubs. Mm -hmm. And he finally gets up there, right? And he's nervous, you know, you can tell. And he rears back and he hits it as hard as he can, but he shanks it to the right, just dog legs straight into the woods. Mm -hmm. Right. And all of a sudden, goes into the woods, it hits a tree and it bounces. Right. And then a hawk comes flying out, has grabbed the ball and he drops it onto the fairway. And a gopher comes up and he grabs the ball, right, as it's rolling on the fairway. Then the eagle swoops down and grabs the gopher and starts to fly off with the gopher who's holding the ball and then drops the gopher into the lake. And right before he goes into the water, the gopher lets go of the ball and a fish jumps up and grabs that. And another hawk swoops in and grabs the fish and drops the fish onto the green. The ball rolls out of the fish's mouth and into the hole, hole in one. And Jesus looks over at the old man and goes, Dad, you going to play golf or just fuck around all day? <laughs> The classic. Gorgeous. Nice. Love it. Now, here's, I, I'm going to give a shout out. This is Jimmy Schubert. My buddy Jimmy Schubert has okay. like a classic. You should have him on for this. Jimmy Schubert? Jimmy okay. Schubert. All right. I'll introduce you. All right. Know. Please do. Uh, because, Schubert. by the way, Billy Wayne Davis, Billy Wayne Davis was a fantastic guest. Have him back anytime. He told me to tell you hello. Yeah. He yeah. told me to tell you hello. All right. So, uh, and I didn't. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I forced it out of you. But got it there. The uh, uh, Jimmy Schubert has his three favorite jokes. And this one always cracked me up. Okay. Uh, he goes, uh, so a guy goes into a bar, right? And it's a sign at the bar and it says, uh, cheese sandwiches, $2, hand jobs, a dollar. Okay. And behind the bar is the most beautiful woman he has ever seen. Right. Whatever you consider, if you're someone who likes women to be mm-hmm. a beautiful woman, that is what is behind the bar. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. And he goes, excuse me, miss. Are you the woman who gives the hand jobs? And she goes, yes, I am. And he goes, great. Go wash your fucking hands. I want to get a cheese sandwich. (laughs) (laughs) He's a classy. You can tell these to kids. You know what I mean? Matt, thank you for being here. Thank you all for having me. Hey, anytime. Careful. Don't forget to like and subscribe at Comedy Above the Pub. We're going to help with their SEO soon. Right. Um, the The new album by the... Uh, Sir Mix-A-Lot will right. be out on Spotify mm-hmm. and every place that you can buy socks. Uh, Walmart has a 25% off coupon on LCD TVs until the end of the month. Um, I'm waiting for you to turn my mic off. Okay. Well, I'm just going to do this. <laughs> there, you there. There it is. Thanks for listening to OK, So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Uh, Thank you to Matt Davis for telling us his jokes. Uh, I like it when the guest comes in armed, hot and ready. Uh, You can follow him on Twitter, or X as it's known, at Matt Davis. And make sure you check out his animation project, Going Somewhere, 
with Matt Davis. You can find Matt in amongst the 23 seasons of our previous podcast, Comedy Above the Pub, that feature him and many other guests that you hear today. Uh, you can find that at comedyabovethepub.com or wherever fine podcasts are available. If you like our podcast, and I hope you do, please tell your friends, like, and subscribe on the platform that you're listening on. As well, leave a review, and we're going to do it the same way we did with Comedy Above the Pub. You leave a five-star review, but talk shit about us in the comments. Five stars. Talk shit about us in the commentary. The show is produced by Darcy Finder. Our music is done by Larry Bryant. Artwork is done by Wojtek Arkaszewski. And if you have a joke you would like us to tell on air, you can send it to us, just like our guests did today. It can be dirty or clean, just not racist, sexist, homophobic, transphobic, or xenophobic, or as we say, no isms, no obias. You send your joke to jokes at oshopod.com. That's jokes at oshopod.com. That stands for okay, so here's one pod. Uh, you can send any questions or comments about the show to show at oshopod.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at oshopod. You can follow me personally on the same platforms at heyistva. Except for Instagram, you need a hyphen at the end or an underscore, whatever that is. The underline, do that. It's a long story. For my upcoming shows, uh, live performances, you can check out heyistva.com slash calendar. Join our Patreon for $3 a month and you get the full raw feed unedited video plus bonus perks and jokes at patreon.com slash oshopod. I'm Todd Van Allen. On behalf of myself, Matt Davis, and the no longer erstwhile Darcy, thank you for listening to OK So Here's One, a podcast celebrating street jokes. Jimmy, Bobby, and Monty, you are always the podcast. Listener.